Good evening. I'm Rick Cottom. Welcome to Your Maryland. In April 1926, good and evil met head-to-head in Boston at a place aptly named Brimstone Corner. Representing morality, propriety, and social order was the Boston Watch and Ward Society and its redoubtable leader, J. Franklin Chase. Rising to confront them from the depths of jazz-age, prohibition-hating Baltimore came that blue-eyed devil himself, H.L. Mencken. The fracas had begun when Mencken's American Mercury published a short story by Herbert Asbury titled Hat Rack. It was a none-too-subtle attack on religious hypocrisy. Hat Rack, a good-hearted small-town prostitute, went to church every Sunday evening in search of respectability, and every Sunday evening the congregation scorned and rebuked her. Then, Monday through Saturday, the churchmen bought her services. Chase and the Watch and Ward had long had it in for Mencken, whom they regarded as the Antichrist. For them, Hatrack was the last straw. As for Mencken, he had once remarked that Puritans like Chase were haunted by the fear that someone, somewhere, might be happy. When the Watch and Ward Society banned the sale of his magazine in Boston, Mencken fired off letters to newspaper editors across the country, announcing his intention to make Hatrack a test case of censorship. On April 4th, simmering with rage, he boarded a train for Boston. The next morning, with a bundle of American Mercuries under his arm, he made his way to Brimstone Corner in the company of attorney Arthur Garfield Hayes, lately of the Scopes trial in Tennessee. In front of the Park Street Church, they encountered hundreds of Harvard students, all ardent fans of the Mercury, and all eager to glimpse their hero. In a few minutes, J. Franklin Chase and some plainclothes policemen showed up. The two men glared at one another. Chase asked Mencken if he would sell him a copy of the April issue of the magazine. Mencken politely replied that he would. Chase handed him a 50-cent piece. Mencken's eyes lit up. With a wink to the students, he bit it to test its authenticity. Amidst the howls of laughter, he handed Chase a copy of the Mercury. Chase pointed a quivering finger and shouted, Arrest that man. As the police led Mencken away, he threw his bundle of magazines into the air, creating pandemonium in the crowd of souvenir-hunting students. Then, arm-in-arm with the cops, he walked the four blocks to the courthouse and a hearing before a magistrate who might very well send him to jail. The Watch and Ward Society's attorney handed the judge a red underlined copy of Hatrack, denouncing it as obscene. Mencken, who was looking at a year or two in the slammer, replied that he was indeed the editor of the magazine and he took full responsibility for its contents. Arthur Garfield Hayes intoned that this was a grave matter of constitutional importance. The judge, who happened to be a Unitarian and a liberal thinker, then took the magazine home with him to read before making a decision. It's a cinch, one reporter said. Chase always wins. But the next day, the judge announced that he could find no offense in Hatrack and dismissed the case. In triumph, Mencken marched off to Harvard's Union Hall, where 2,000 students who had just learned of his court triumph crowded to see him. Professor Felix Frankfurter, a noted defender of civil liberties, said that Mencken had done a dreadful and brave thing. His was the courage to resist brutality. Mencken acknowledged the cheers, then unfurled a large Maryland flag. I want to give you something I know you will appreciate, thinking as you do, he told the students. This is the flag of the free state of Maryland, of which I have the honor to be a citizen. He added, the best thing about liberty is that it's such a charming thing to fight for. The April issue of the American Mercury quickly sold out in Boston, as elsewhere, and the last copy was stolen from the public library. For a brief moment, Puritanism and censorship had been defeated. Mencken was at the height of his power. The American Mercury was our Bible, one Harvard student gushed, and Mencken 
was our God. Mm-hmm.